Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to Fire Team Chad, IGN's Destiny Show. Thank you so much for joining myself, Sean Finnegan, and Fran Mirabella for this week's episode. Don't forget, you can check out all of IGN's mm. shows. Where, Fran? On iOS, Android, PS4, Xbox One, and everywhere that's uh, awesome. So check it out, download them. Didn't expect that, did you? No, I didn't. Did not. We winged it. So, uh, exciting news, Sean. What are we going to be talking about today? That was a sentence. Uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of things, Destin. Yeah. Uh, E3 is right around the corner, so we're going to be talking about what we hope to see revealed about Destiny and mm-hmm. this uh, Rise of Iron so-called expansion mm-hmm. that's coming mm-hmm. out later on this year. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking about Iron Banner and that quick hot fix that they made for the heavy ammo glitch that mm-hmm. uh, everyone was talking about, but I didn't get to see because I was out of town. Yep. Uh, yeah. And wherever else this goes, I guess. Yeah. So. Yeah. So let's hit it off right away about E3. I want to play the game at E3. Do you think that we've, will happen? We've been really good about this. Like in prior years, we've been able to go hands on with the stuff that they're showing mm-hmm. there and play like a new mission and right. play like some PvP. Like remember at, I think it was E3 last year, we all got to play Mayhem mm-hmm. when yeah. they first were introducing that. Yeah. Let, yeah. Like if we, sh- I was actually going to recommend let's go over exactly what happened last year because I've been in the industry a long time and as it turns out, they don't change things up that often. <laughs> yeah. So right at the PlayStation conference, it was revealed the trailer Destiny for revealed. the new Destiny Taking King expansion, Content, right? Yeah. That was the first time we really saw like what it was going to look like. Then we had um, a behind-closed-doors appointment that we were able to go and see the a truncated version of... That one the, half a mission of yeah, the it's, first it's mission. It's the first half of the first mission. Yeah, yeah. on yeah. Phobos. Yeah. Uh, so we saw that. We were able to do an interview. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we did all that. But then meanwhile, at the PlayStation booth and then other places they had... Rift and Mayhem, right? We mm-hmm. were able to go check out. They revealed right. a sector, um, whatever the sector map is. They revealed those two new maps. Mm-hmm. So that's what happened last a, year. There's a little bit of a distinction for people who don't oh, who don't go to E3 or don't really know how E3 works. But there's E3 is a closed event, although yeah. some there is some not now really public, anymore. Well, there's some <laughs> public facing aspects to it now more than there used to be. E3 Live and EA right. Play, but it's, it's generally called. a tra- it's still a trade show, which means you got to be pressed to be in there. But even within the event itself, there's still these behind closed door demos. Yeah. Where even if you're at E3, you may not necessarily be able to get in there. I don't exactly know. Yeah. Well, how. they're v- they're very limited, right? Yeah. So IGN gets an interview and an appointment because it's on a very short list of people who can reach a lot of audience. And so, yeah, that's why it does sound top secret because, like, in a way, it is. So you actually go to the Activision booth and they have a business section like upstairs, and you get ushered in, and it's very small, you know. And yeah. Like even you if you're little... at E3, it's not the type of thing you wait in line to go. No. Play. You can't just show up, and that's what the BCD behind closed doors, as we uh, we call. It is so that's actually where hopefully that will happen again. We'll get our appointment, we'll be able to hit them with some hard questions and see what we get. Um, but you know, I do expect the reveal to be at the PlayStation conference again, mm-hmm. which is Monday night, like at 6 p.m. So, how confident are you that we're gonna see like that? It's a Rise trailer. of Iron. Well, no, we'll yeah. that will, yeah, that we'll see a trailer. Oh, absolutely, yeah. with the leak 100%. 100%. Yeah, yeah. 
I, yeah. I think given the amount of content and just the way uh, all the announcements stack up, like I still don't know if it's big enough, like Call of Duty, that normally gets a brief section in either um, you know the Xbox conference or in the PlayStation conference. They do like a quick demo, right? I don't think we're going to see that still with Destiny. I think it'll just be a, like a sweet trailer. I I'll think, bet you yeah. that All it's... All the betting. Always betting. Yeah, I'll bet you that we will see Destiny be a part of Sony's E3 stage show, and it won't be like a very a small thing. You know what? I think they're yeah. going to change it up. I think it's going to be on Microsoft stage, and Microsoft's <laughs> going to get exclusive content. Yeah, right. No, nope. I'm being very sarcastic. Yeah. That will never happen. I think, you know, it, we can go down that road another time, but there's a lot more PlayStation sold. It's yeah. not. Zen Media it's not even so just great. that. Like, Sony, like, even before PlayStation leapt out to a huge lead, Destiny had signed this, or Bungie had yeah. signed this, like, exclusivity. Activision. I'm just egging you on because, yeah, yeah, I know you play on Xbox. It's a sales and marketing thing. So they have Mm -hmm. a partnership with Activision. You know, Ubisoft does this all the time with Microsoft. And my point was it's actually very based on sales. You know, their bet was that PlayStation probably would be a bigger audience on Destiny. And I don't have the numbers, but I'm very confident it is where, like, most of the console or most of the Destiny audience is at. So so anyway, PlayStation is where it's going to show up. I don't think... We'll see anything before that? I think they want it to be a big yeah. part of the conference. So uh, that would be I interesting would be... to see, actually, just like how that audience actually breaks down. If yeah, it's because I, 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 okay. there's no doubt that there's a majority because there's way more PS4s out there yeah. just in general. But like what of really? overall Destiny's total fan base, I'll bet you it's more like 60-40. You think yeah. it's that yeah. close? Well, just because yeah, it... like does it like shoot like shooters just have such a rich legacy on Xbox. That's all. Yeah, we can actually look into you know there's the NPD numbers of actual units sold. You know sometimes I think digital sales. Yeah, and it's all misleading because no digital, right? They, uh, they, there's more counting of that, but um, anyway, yeah, we should look that up for a future yeah. thing. What the split is beyond that? I mean, so they have a trailer. Uh, we saw Rift and Mayhem day. last year, like mm-hmm. a hands-on thing. We, is there an yeah. Activision boost at E3 this year? Oh, yeah. There's always yeah. one. There yes. is. Well, there's been some changes because he was yeah. asking because well, EA. EA is out yeah. on the outside yeah. now. You know, Rockstar never shows up. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Activision's a mainstay. Uh, but so because Duty, this especially. is a DLC pack, what does that mean for Bungie? Like, they're probably not going to have, like, the Megasphere like they did when Destiny was revealed. I think it'll be just like last year. I mean, a B- Activision. BCD hands-on thing? Uh, well, that, but so two things mm-hmm. specifically had happened um, is that, again, in the PlayStation booth, it was a big piece, um, and you could go in, get in line, play multiplayer, because Destiny is huge, yeah. and they recognize that, especially at PlayStation. So you can get in line, play multiplayer, likely to happen again. But at the Activision booth, um, they also had, you could go play. Yeah. It was, that was the thing. They there split two up, different things. They split up Mayhem and Rift, mm-hmm. I believe, is the way they did and it. And then the story thing was like for people who like run Destiny shows, for example. <laughs> yeah, again, the, B, yeah. the BCD, yeah. the behind closed doors is very limited. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, with all the streaming coverage, uh, mm-hmm. IGN, et cetera, it's still super limited. Um, yeah. So yeah, like we're fortunate enough that we've been doing this for you know 20 years. It's our 20th anniversary this year at IGN. Um, so we get in there. Happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> well, we reach like 70 to 100 million people a month. So a, lo- a lot of people worth, worth having us. <laughs> a lot of people were talking about the rise of Iron League and whether or not it was legitimate. I mean, that poster looks really good. There's no yeah. way it's fake. It's too you know? detailed to yeah. be fake. I've seen some good deviant art, but not that good. Yeah. And you know? you know, we are at a point mm-hmm. with um, you know, Kotaku who added, you know, to it with their sources. 
there has been some reliability there. So yeah. even though, right, you normally want to see multiple sources, um, and actually they, they've had that this time. Yeah. But now they have a history of having a source who's proven to um, Just leak everything. Well, I don't know yeah. if that's the person who's leaking it, but um, the point is if there's reliability. So it's the bartender. If you're, if, you're, if you're Bungie, are you like keeping your like ear to the ground and like a sharp eye out mm -hmm. for the mole like imagine if somebody on the inside sure. who keeps yeah. leaking stuff mm -hmm. yeah what if somebody was leaking every project we had for the next year we would be pretty mad right yeah. oh, like yeah. internally well, right like yeah. you gotta understand Bungie would be the same way yeah like put yeah. yourself in their shoes they want to be able to tell you about it when the time's right and mm -hmm. do it in a big way yeah. and leaks always even though like I believe all press is good press even what seems bad yeah like people are talking about your game and it's because they're hyped mm -hmm. you know and they yeah. don't we didn't even we couldn't do anything with the rise of iron info that's like damaging I mean it, it brings up a lot of questions mm -hmm. I think that's what they don't like it's like wait a second we want to tell you what it is because now they're like some people might be thinking it's just about Iron Banner and it's like no that's not what it's about and they want to do it in a controlled way but um, so what I was going to get it yeah they do it because yeah they just want to do it all at once and have that yeah. message mm -hmm. I lost my train of thought obviously Yep. Today we have a crowd of about 100 people outside of our door, yeah, all taking cheering. tours of the IGN office. They're very excited. Uh, I'm very excited about E3 and uh, seeing everything they have to offer. But you guys weren't here last week to talk Rise of Iron. Yeah. So let's kind of get into that a little bit. What's some of the stuff you guys hope to see in this content? I mean, I've said this before on previous episodes, but like what Taken King did so well was really fleshing out the characters of the universe and, and the telling story. stories around yeah. them and giving me missions that I wanted to play because I was interested in seeing what happened to my character and the characters around me. Uh, I would love to see them extend that to people like Saladin and other people in the sort of crucible arena PvP area and give me something with cool missions and a cool story that ties into the universe and lets me know about what else is happening out there or at least instead of maybe not it's where we're going, but at least where we came from. That mm -hmm. would be very cool. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. I always hop to, you know, how I want to see the gameplay and those things change. And uh, But to focus on that for a second, yeah, that's a really great point. Like, we were all, I think, very happy with the increased dialogue from Cade and, mm -hmm. you More know, Harris. scenes and, and cool acting. Yeah, yeah. the cutscenes were really well handled. You know, the composition as well. The music mm -hmm. started to change some. I think we were all a little nervous about that too, but it's all been, yeah, really good. And it feels like there's more story. I think that's been one of the biggest requests by far still is like when we even saw like the Taken King uh, teaser with the queen uh, it was awesome you know like walking mm -hmm. through the snow and like <laughs> yeah. but that was like it um, maybe there will be a little more or of even that. just how mm -hmm. like that just how the Taken King opening cinematic yeah. starts with this epic space battle outside the rings of Saturn and the queen like mm -hmm. you know sacrificing herself to like take one big shot and knock out like the yeah. you know the mm -hmm. enemy ship works his ship like that's so cool that's such an awesome way to start it like gives you a sense of <laughs> pun gravity yeah. it gives you a sense of gravity for the story and like the situation that you're in going forward and it gives you like a reason to want to complete these missions in yeah. a certain way that's so cool and like I've so I mean just as a huge Destiny fan and like a big lore person in general when it comes to properties that I like I have so many ideas about where this could go or who these characters could be and how they can interact if you need a narrative designer Bungie Deej if you're listening <laughs> He's in charge of the next Destiny movie. Yeah. He yeah. told me. Secretly. Oh, is he? A Destiny <laughs> director, <laughs> filmmaker. Okay, yeah. totally totally off topic. Would a Destiny movie work? We talked about this. In the, well, yeah, we absolutely. Why yeah. wouldn't it? Like, Destiny would yeah. work. Halo would work. They'd all work. Yeah, you it's just all, have to do it anything right. Anything can work. That's the thing. But nothing has worked yet. It's hard to do. As a movie. Well, that's just because mean, video worked. game movies don't have success. a great track record. Yeah. 
You're saying there's been no good video game movies? Not there's really. Been one Mid- good video game movie. Which one? Super Mario Brothers? The first the one. 80s? Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah. The first Mortal Kombat In the 90s. for that demographic. That's yeah. not the first mm-hmm. video game Honestly, movie, to be was, clear. Yeah. Yeah. It's the first good one. one. It, I agree with that. Like, yeah. it was, and that's still it was like awesome. an eight. Well, that's the thing. It's like Mortal Kombat, the first one, it's a mid-90s movie that was made for mid-90s kids in the mid-90s. It has this really tongue-in-cheek feel to it. It knows what it is, and that's why it's good. It's not... The problem with video game movies these days is they try and take what like what are serious properties and make them into serious movies, mm-hmm. and that's just not... It, it's not a one-to-one translation, mm-hmm. so they always fall a little bit short, and they feel pretentious, or they feel... Uh, like they don't understand the source material. Yeah. That's the problem. Johnny Cage saved that movie. Yeah. Like <laughs> Need for Speed was like a straight-up action drama. Yeah. Fast with... and Furious kind of thing. So yeah. how do they make yeah, Destiny like... good? The movie. Destiny the movie. Oh, well, you got a lot of groundwork to lay there. I think <laughs> you need more of a core story. Like, it's hard because De- Destiny of of these space shooters is a little less linear. Yeah. You know? Like, it's not so... It's not as easy to... Like, you could point at Halo and be like, this two months... Or this like this part of the game, like this like Halo Three or like the Fall of Reach. These are event-based story elements that you could just make into a movie. Yep. There's mm-hmm. nothing like that in Destiny yet because we don't really know what's yeah. been going but on it, in the yeah. universe. I think there's plenty of material though. Like it's a space epic, the Dreadnought itself. Like that's where like usually movies are successful where they focus on one thing. And sure, so... but okay. So like let's just take an example, right? The Taken King movie. How do you explain that movie? To anybody else. Well, to anyone who is yeah. a Destiny fan. Like, yeah. just what the premise is. Okay, so we're these guardians. We get our power from yeah. this traveler, but that's not even in the movie. Yeah, we're yeah. dealing with this dude. Oh, yeah. you see the Cabal and the uh, the <laughs> Hive. They were actually taken by Oryx, who's a big demon guy with and wings. And then you're like, and... wait, who are the Cabal and Hive? Well, they're, 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 they're these other alien races. Oh, they're, they're, they're aliens, aliens from system. Mars. Right. Mars and, then, and the it, moon. It, it, it's it's okay. complicated. Yeah. There's the this shadow, yeah. actually, of Oryx, and he looks yeah. like Oryx, but he's not Oryx. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's a challenging movie. Yeah, and that's the reason. Like Destiny, so far the way the lore has been portrayed to us, the player is very nonlinear and very exploratory, which means like it's difficult to point to a single event as something that you could adapt to a movie. I'll tell you what you do with Destiny. Not that it can't be done. (laughs) I'm just saying you'd have to come up with. You start at the beginning. That's how you do it. You start at the beginning. You tell the story of the traveler and like our first exploration to a different world. See, I agree with you, but we don't know what the story of the traveler is. There's enough there that you can kind of you know that we went to movie, a, a different planet sure. and we ran into the Traveler and that's the story you tell and obviously you have the writers of Destiny help you scope that. Yeah, and yeah. I totally get that, but like to me that movie begins with like a two minute long voiceover in the beginning. It was the Traveler. That's how Destiny <laughs> The began. Traveler saved us from the collapse. What that is the collapse? Is the beginning well, of Destiny. Yeah. Like, no, oh. but it's cheesy. Yeah, you, know? yeah. like, you don't want to start a movie like that because it's dumb. Mm-hmm. I think if you start a movie with a voiceover to contextualize, that's cheating. Like it's, mm-hmm. I, in you me, don't start with VO. You're People saving time. On a planet yeah. is super interesting. Sean Hoss hates all the beginnings of uh, yeah. the Star Wars movies. Just for the record, those don't yeah. start with VO. Well, okay, but that's that's reading. It's even yeah, worse. It's execution. <laughs> you have to it's, read. It open. Oh, it's so dramatic. The opening. I, I was you, just kidding. You could yeah. also tell um, parallel storylines. You could tell explain storylines. Yeah, parallel storytelling. Parallel. So like you, <laughs> yeah, you you explain like the traveler and what happened there, and at uh-huh. the same time you jump forward this in time. This movie sucks. And it's I would like never greenlight it so far. Hey, uh, we're brainstorming here, Fran. Okay, so it's yeah. gonna be kind of after, like after E3. Event Horizon. I will present to you the first act 
of the Destiny okay. sh- the Destiny movie yeah. as written and directed by Sean Finnegan. That sounds good. And we'll we'll do it here on air. We'll all voice the characters. This will be awesome. I like. And I will write the Destiny TV show about three roommates stuck in the tower who aren't quite guardians yet, but they want to be. Oh, yeah. It's like a situational comedy. We should do shit about that. Yeah. I love it. Uh, we can move on, but I was going to say, yeah, I think the collapse and finding that first guardian yeah. is a great place to start. And maybe there's some that actually maybe before you get too deep into it, you, you need to start there. And like, it's a lot like I think, honestly, Disney would be great to handle. I think a movie like this because Ooh. they've been able to figure this type of thing out. With they've ridiculous, been okay with a few, but comparatively, mm-hmm. right? You know, That's yeah. the thing. Most things you're suddenly, totally right about. We're this. all worried about comic movies, and they've got a good formula. Yeah, you know. Uh. Now that you were just yeah. you just mentioned that for some reason you struck me like I was thinking about who is the main character right and you said mm-hmm. the first guardian right like that's totally a great pick mm-hmm. uh, I would also think of maybe Praetith right that story mm-hmm. like his fight yeah. against the Vex specifically that gets, that ignore gets, the Cabal yeah. the yeah. Fallen mm-hmm. it's just like exactly. your confrontation or his confrontation with one of the, or his team's yeah. confrontation with the Vex and discovering the Vault of Glass and then yeah. Atheon is basically cool. Ultron and there we figured it out yeah, yeah. nailed it do all that. <laughs> so that's our pitch for the Destiny movie. What would you guys want to see? Yeah. Uh, also going on in Destiny right now, uh, Iron Banner. There were some problems, so they delayed a d- it, it a, a little late, bit. Yeah. Yeah, it was a day late. Uh, they got on that bug really quick. There yeah. was a heavy ammo sh- bug where you could just have infinite heavy ammo, and they fixed it. And there was another one where you could get unlimited supers, yeah. which they also fixed. Which I didn't know about until the, yeah, uh, the bug fix. Either. There yeah. was like unlimited heavy ammo bug. They were probably like, unlimited <laughs> super bug. Yeah, apparently that was yeah. not heavily exploited. Um, but yeah, they they shut down yeah, trials. I see what you do there. Mm-hmm. Not heavily yeah. I didn't mean to do that, but that's good. <laughs> um, they shut down trials for last mm-hmm. weekend, so feels bad, man. That that was rough on me. Yeah, like, that I was had, when I was I your favorite thing, right? Yeah, it's not my it's my favorite thing right now because it's the only thing that I really like get mm-hmm. into because it's so like fiercely competitive. And thankfully, I have people who just carry me to the tower. Thanks, Click It and Michael, if you're listening. And I need to be carried. Toxic. I need to be carried. <laughs> yeah, we need to bring Destin out. Yeah. Um, but I still week, like week one or two. Like I'm still in that zone of you know I've have talked about it with Sean. I wasn't like a huge huge PVP player. I was mm-hmm. in Halo Two, but still casually at the IGN office. But I got into it there but never since in this game has really got me like I mean I'm looking at all the perks and getting into it and I know some people don't like PvP and I never thought I'd be that person but because I like the world of Destiny so much and the gun feel and etc and earning all my gear um I'm like now addicted to playing multiplayer. So yeah, yeah. banner's awesome. out. I'm, you know, I'm hopping at home at night, still playing banner when I want to play Overwatch. Yeah, um, but I'm like, so mm, maybe some banner. <laughs> let's talk about that a little bit. So I was playing Overwatch a lot this week, yeah. and then I hopped back to Destiny. I was like, man, Destiny so is different. slow in comparison to Overwatch funny, playing on PC. The feel of Overwatch is slow. Mm-hmm. When really? things start happening, it happens quickly. Yeah. But like, I feel like everybody's like, if you, there get, is a if pacing... you get teams of six yeah. playing against each yeah, other in Overwatch, I... it's so highly tactical and yeah. like fine tuned. Yeah, it's so. Oh, when you... yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like uh, if I just if mean the feel of playing on a piece, playing Overwatch on a PC uh, versus oh, Destiny like the on a console. Yeah, well, all the, of that I noticed rate, immediately. It's movement, it's abilities, like and Destiny's Destiny's designed to be played in a different way than a PC shooter. Obviously, I mean, totally obviously. It's a console shooter, but it was just really interesting to kind of think about their design philosophies like you we look at halo 5 which you play a lot you look at a game like overwatch which everybody's loving right now and then you look at destiny and they're all really really good shooters and they're all very yeah, you know? different which is yeah. i think great like that's why 
as much as I, when I say Halo 5 is faster than Destiny by like, like exponentially, that's not a slight to Destiny. I like Destiny. Destiny is a different style. Yeah, I like yeah. the slow paced mm-hmm. feel of Destiny because it mm-hmm. makes you play, you play it differently. It's just mm-hmm. a different type of gameplay. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, yeah, it was funny when I jumped into Overwatch. Actually, at first, that's what I was getting at. Like mm-hmm. the limited ability to like run and sprint depending on your character. Yeah. The tank characters. I was You're like, like, I want to float. It, I'm takes, a warlock. it just feels like you're anchored down, and mm-hmm. like even like I don't know, shooting at characters, like the the feeling of impact is so mm-hmm. different, and yeah. it really is just getting used to it. I'm really liking Overwatch, and actually strategically, it, it seems pretty amazing in all the different combinations of characters and things you can do with each other. Um, but Destiny, there's just still that's what is always you know that we call the bungee magic. Yeah. Yeah. There's something about the feel. You know, and the feel and the movement, and is that's why you yeah. know, like I hate to say it, like there's something about Halo in the new hands of three four three that just it's not that spark. Oh my pun. goodness, Halo well, it isn't quite there. Three four, you're guilty, um, Fran. <laughs> <laughs> but um, there's just something that's not quite there. I'm not knocking Halo, by the way. I was just saying there's something in Destiny that makes us keep coming back. That's yeah. a slickness, a polish. And mm. when I played multiplayer, I liked that they were very different, mm. but it also just really still made me appreciate that a game that's now years old. Um, still feels like really good that yeah. feel of PvP and Destiny. Um, even not being sixty, we talked about that conversation. The frame rate, you know, people knock it, but it still feels great. And yeah. that's, that's and if what, you're one of those haters out there who's like, people still play this game. Yeah, yeah. people still play this game, and that's why because yeah. it's so fun. Like yeah. the gameplay is so good, right? Yep. They really nailed that that perfect just feel at thirty frames per second. Yeah, and, yeah and totally. It's, it's really interesting that I can appreciate Overwatch and appreciate what's de- what Destiny is doing at the same time, and still have insanely intense moments with Overwatch and multiplayer and with Destiny and multiplayer even though it runs at 30. Yep. You know, so I'm just commending them really. Yeah. You know. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff to play right now, which is nice. So, yeah. Especially well, in that shooter arena. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, what about Banner? Like um, I mean, any quick commentary? It's nice to bit. go back to Control. Yeah. 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 Like I said, yeah, I, I thought is. about this, this a lot over over the over the last week or lo- the last couple days playing Banner about why I like Control a lot better mm-hmm. for Banner than Clash. Yeah. Not that you can make an outlandish statement like just control is better than clash but it the is. reason i like it is because for team play it's deeper strategy right there's that added level of strategy totally. where instead of just killing each other which mm-hmm. you do in clash which is fun i like mm-hmm. killing people instead of just that there's this secondary objective which is like no do that but also do it controlling these points because yeah. you can be more efficient i find that anytime i spawn the first thing, if I, you know, first I'm aware of how many points my team is holding at that point or at any point yeah. in the match. Which right? point are they running to? I'm going to run to a different one. Yeah. Or, or like, if you're in a crew, I always say, everybody just capture that first point because we will be in the lead. Yeah. If or we so do like, it as that's a the thing is like, if I die mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm playing with my team, my first thing is like, are you, what team, what, what point are we trying to capture if we're trying to capture a point? Yeah. Do you need me to go snag a different point yeah. or should I come support you because yeah. you're going to cap it, right? Yeah. Like, like either one person, one or two go or everybody just captures that yeah, there's that, there's that, there's that moment where you're like, yeah. yeah, do we commit to trying to capture this point or do we forget it and send all of our new spawning people to a different point and snag it while they're defending a different point, mm-hmm. right? And that's even if, that's not even discussing like, what if you don't need the point, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's all, there's just this secondary level of strategy that makes control a lot more fun to play in a team setting. Yeah. I've been in it, groups of six and I'm like, like it's a really close game and I'm like, everybody just get on C right now. I'm capturing everybody it. And mathematically, we win if we do this. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You know? And we win. Yeah. No, yeah, strategically it's better, but it's just more directed to your point, right? Immediately, as soon as the game starts, you have something to do, somewhere to go. Clash, you just don't have that. You're like, 
mm, I don't know, go look for someone, but you know where they're spawning. Yeah, yeah and it allows, but, it allows for, Clash allows for a little bit more random, yeah. I was going to call mm -hmm. it randomosity, yeah. randomness. <laughs> But the maps are Random also immediate. designed where you're going to hit choke points. Yeah, but it's yeah, also, yeah. you know, like, so you, if you're in a team setting and it's like you and your buddy are pushing the flank on this left side of the map, mm -hmm. you're expecting your people in the middle to be able to spot people who are trying to flank you. Yeah. But they don't because they're also pushing, which means, like, you get people spawning behind you and also mm -hmm. people just running around the outside of the ring of the map just flanking people nonstop. So yeah. a lot of the times you find yourself just being like... Someone shouldn't be flanking me and shooting me in the back right now, but here they are, yeah. like, in my face with a shotgun. It's just like, you yeah. know, in a map where you had directed objectives, that wouldn't mm -hmm. be happening. Mm -hmm. Next time it's, it's Clash, and I'm in a group of six, I'm going to find a safe spot to just, I'm like, Hunker all right, down. all yeah. six, let's just sit in this door and exactly, let them come yeah. in. They walk through the door, everybody nukes them. Yeah, yeah. totally. And that, that is it a strategy. It would be the slowest game ever played. You know what, though? I've played but, yeah. games, though, where, like, we don't have full teams, and when the other team's full, and they're just strategically waiting where the people are yeah. entering yeah. um like i've had that happen on dreadnought levels um for it's like everybody name. chill I don't cover know if it's these like two a doors or, yeah yeah but oh, because but you actually can you try to push them yeah. and they're just mowing you down because yeah. they're so organized yeah it actually is a good strategy yeah well, or you know the people walk in a wall basically yeah and they just totally keep mowing thing. people yeah. down you stick, team shots. you stick with your team i mean just by virtue of being a multiplayer game like there are point there are points of the map that are like more lit up yeah, like there's 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 choke points. There's places that you can you know hold effectively with your team, and if you have good communication, you could just sit there the whole time, yeah, and kill anyone who approaches you, so and win the game. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, I mean that's why people like Rift as well. I think because it's directed uh, exactly. gameplay. Yeah. Um, but I like I said, I'm oh, fine with. Oh, I don't Flash. like Rift. You I know, like I know Rift too. Most people don't people like Rift. It's like football, man. I love it. Yeah. It's super. It's capture the flag, sort of. I did yeah. that poll a while back. Very close. You can't. There's throw one flag. It yeah. I remember I did that poll a while back. It was like 15, 20 percent of yeah. the people that voted liked it. So don't you know? That's a significant number. But yeah, 80 percent no. Well, no, that was yes? I split up Clash, Control, and uh, Riff, I believe. And oh, okay. There was like even a don't care or something. I'm saying a lot of people don't like Riff. That's all I said. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't say everybody doesn't like Rift, and if you do, you're wrong. I no. It was just implying that there was the minority was too small to care about. But people, no, I, people friends, like of, friends of mine who play Destiny yeah. like Rift. I don't um, like it. But back to Banner yeah. real fast. So this week, right, is uh, Fusion Rifles, Ash Raven's Flight. That's yeah. the one. Uh, the sidearm. And the sidearm is Iron Reef yeah. D, right? Yeah. Um, I'll get it just to I have it. both I of those already. So get yeah. absolutely, like, yeah. go for a roll on, because fusions, fusions are back, as we yeah. talk about a lot. Go for a roll on the Ash Ravens, but if you don't, buy the one that's there. It's got Hidden Hand and Hot Swap, I think, but it comes with Brace Frame, and that's just, like, regardless, it's going to be a, it's a really great fusion rifle on its own. Mm -hmm. Again, sort of how it ranks is Thesen is the slower charge rate, but hits like a truck. Ash Ravens is actually just a little bit after that, but the rate of fire is a little higher. Where's then, that future workout one rank? Because that one's pretty high up there, too. That's more like Thiezen. Yeah, it's, okay, yeah. it's like more like a truck. How does Plan C stack up against those? Plan C is like, it's actually, it's I... a lot more like, I'd say, Ash Ravens, but higher rate of fire. Mm -hmm. But it's just a... It is awesome. I mean, yeah. Plan C is the exotic. best. That's the only fusion yeah. that I use. Well, it's the, an exotic, a, yeah, so, use yeah. Plan C, yeah. but that you want Ash Ravens because like it gives you that option oh, yeah, to totally use, buy it. you know, Mida plus a fusion or whatever mm -hmm. you want to do, or Ugh, yeah, yeah or keep Truth equipped, whatever. Yeah. But um, that's really good. Iron Wreath actually is a good sidearm. I mean, pick yeah. it up, but hopefully you get a good roll. And it's chest and arms. I've said this yeah. before, this week, but it's yeah. just like why sidearms? I still don't get it. Sidearms still pretty deadly in the right maps, and yeah, rate of fire, mid range. 
I, sort yeah, of. It's strange. Strange. I don't know. Yeah. I just can't ever imagine a time when I would rather have a sidearm as opposed to a shotgun, a sniper, or a fusion. But yeah. you got to be good at. There's some people who like shade step sidearm and they're like amazing with it and yeah. stuff like that. It's it's totally. There are loadouts for it, but that's just because shade steps OP. That's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. It has nothing to do well, with. You the can't sidearm. say anything's OP. You're gonna get that's, people mad at you like shoulder. I don't charge. care. That's it. That's it for this week, I think, guys. Is there anything else we want to cover off on? Nah, I think we got a lot still to uh, hope. Hopefully, there's more leaks before E3. Uh, but otherwise, we got a few weeks still to go. I should have hit this at the beginning of the show, but hit up youtube.com slash fireteam chat and subscribe and check out all of our videos there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where you find fireteam chat in video form these days. Anything yeah. else you guys want to plug before we go? Nah, the usuals. Find nah. me at Get- Fran Mirabella. Yeah. Uh, I stream a lot on Twitch at uh, FM3 underscore. Yeah. Can't have three characters. Finnegan. Follow me uh, on Twitter at Shot by Finnegan. All That's right. it. Until next time, Guardians, Guardians out. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.